What is going on, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of Orange Slices. No guests this week uh, for Mark and I because both of us are traveling. Mark traveling for more important things than I am. Mark, what's up, man? Nah, man, just cooling out here in Switzerland, you know, just casually in the Swiss Alps. Uh, I'll send you some pictures because I know you're a little bit jealous. Um, but yeah, we're staying in a, it's a, I call it a Victorian era type hotel because, yeah, if you see some of the pictures of this place, it's like the chandeliers. You you swear we were in a haunted house, low key. Yeah. Hey, I, you know, when I, when I used to have to stay in hotels, not necessarily for the national team, because those were all I would say for the most, 99% of my memories are like obviously really nice hotels. But when my club team would stay in hotels, we stayed out in an old countryside hotel that was near the beach where I lived in Germany, but it wasn't at the beach. And it had like the slanted ceilings in the room. So like the room was considerably smaller than uh-huh. it looked because like you couldn't like sit on one, like one side you could only sit down on. And I remember just being like, how is this supposed to get me ready for a game? Like, how am I, how is this compared to my apartment that has everything I need in it, all like right. all the necessities? And this had bad Wi-Fi. It was out in the countryside. And like, I understand that idea of like, again, if I was there now, I got three kids. I'd be like, yeah, put me in any hotel for, the, <laughs> for a good night's sleep. But I remember that being like a thing where I was like, I never got comfortable with it. Uh, does it affect you at all? Or are you kind of just like... Uh, you know, sleep wherever kind of person. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends for me. It's a lot of it has to do with like the bed. Cause I'm already a poor sleeper as it is. Like I can go to sleep fine, but I can't sleep through the night. And then when I wake up the next morning, my back is killing me. Uh, so I think the bed is probably the biggest, the biggest issue for me. So the bed is, is too soft or too, uh, yeah, I don't even know the, if it sinks in almost. Yeah. Then it's, I can't rock with it, but sometimes the beds are a little too solid and, and you feel like you're sleeping on a board. So, I think aside from the, aside from the bed, yeah, just also you gotta have some AC. That's also the other thing. I didn't realize how much I needed AC when I slept uh, until I kind of got on my own. And yeah, when you're in a hotel room, yeah, it's the worst when you when you wake up you you got a sweaty bed, and then you know the, the sheets get cold because they're sweaty, and you got to get up and, and try and figure out like, oh, how, how do I go back to sleep now? Yeah, so that's what I'm battling with right now. Uh, that's the that's biggest crazy. thing. You know, what's funny is like, obviously I live in Los Angeles near the beach and get a nice breeze. Things are usually cool year round. Last night was my first night in a hotel since the pandemic started. So it was my first time traveling uh-huh. yesterday, my first time in a hotel. And it was nice to have the hum of the air conditioning all night long. However, like I was in a new bed, slept really poorly. You know, like I forgot about all these other elements because like I've been lucky enough and fortunate enough to be able to work from home and you know where i've got uh most of what i do i can i can be at home and be comfortable and i just realized again literally yesterday like oh man traveling on an airplane and 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 then sleeping in in a, in a hotel where it's like when the when the ac would go off i'd get really hot again yeah and it would come back on and i get nice and cold and i'd be like oh it feels so nice and yeah all these things i i forgot uh, forgot about with traveling and, and, you know, it's my first time traveling again. So I can, I can understand what you're going through right now. Yeah. I think another thing is like the, 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 the time, the time adjustment. I think that was uh that's, that's another thing. Cause we're traveling from Switzerland all the way to Denver, which is like eight hour time difference, 10 and a half hour, 11 hour flight. So I think that is, that's another, another thing that kind of jacks you up a little bit, but yeah, I mean, 
when you first like when you first travel after when I first traveled after the quarantine and, and lockdown and everything, getting used to being in the room, you know, again, because when you travel on the road, you know, when you're in the, sw- in the flow of things, it's like, ah, oh, this is this is a weekly thing. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. And you also get to 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 learn some of the hotels as well, you know. So so you know, like I can go here. The vending machines there. Not that I go to the vending machine, you know, because I'm a professional. You know, get, get my snacks. Yeah. Dude, you know what's funny is I just walked. <laughs> I, I just walked past the vending machine. Uh, I'm I'm actually here in Philly at at, at YSC Academy. We're doing some some meetings here for Four Soccer Ventures, and I walked past the vending machine, and I was like, Oh man, a vending machine! Like <laughs> I wasn't even, I you know, I didn't stop to think about. You know, how is the vending machine doing uh, in the pandemic? How's the vending machine industry doing uh, in the pandemic? But you, I guess you're definitely one of those vending machine guys, you know, that like <laughs> I come out of my hotel room as a teammate and you're like kicking that thing because the thing is stuck and it's like midnight. You're not supposed to be eating those M&Ms anyway. But I don't think I don't think people truly understand because as a team, when you go out, you have team meal at like for, for some reason, every team I've been on, we love to eat dinner at like 630. Bro, by eight o'clock, I'm hungry. I am hungry. Mm-hmm. So those vending machines are saviors. You know, once you hit that that late night hour, again, not that I'm staying up late or anything, because I'm a professional. You know, I gotta get my rest. You know, eat yeah. healthy snacks, and I'm I'm not eating. You know, the regular M and M's, just the low fat, low sugar M and M's. You know that mm-hmm. you know nobody wants. So I can get four or five of them and, and feel feel good. <laughs> you know, feel good about myself. Yeah. <laughs> I I like that. Well, look, hey, before we before we uh, chat national team camp for anybody that uh doesn't know mark is with the national team now in switzerland and they're going to play uh against switzerland before going to to nations league congrats on on making the squad for all of this you know i i I saw a couple men of the match performances and team of the weeks to round up the season so i think it's well deserved that you're in camp uh with this group it's also the best chance for you to compete with with what is likely or currently in terms of uh health levels the, the best team that we have so that's awesome. But before we chat about all that, uh, let's talk about how you wrapped up the gang season. I just mentioned, you know, you had uh, some team of the week performances to, to round out the year. Did you guys finish level on points with Bruges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we finished level. And I, trust me, I've gotten a question about this this Belgian league so many times now because everyone's confused. Oh, you tied Bruges. You both have 44 points at the end of the playoff. You know, how did they win the league? So we, we, we came out of the playoff. We we got like 16 out of 18 points in the playoff, which is probably the best record in a, a long time, you know, for, for a team. And then because of the fact Bruges came into the playoff as the league leaders, that's essentially the first tiebreaker. That's like the... That's like the easiest way I can explain it. Yeah. That them leading them. You have to beat them in points. Otherwise. Exactly. Exactly. So if you draw them on or if you tie them on points, then you're going to. Yeah, it's it's done. So when they I think they beat under like we needed under like to beat them the following or the previous Thursday. Um, They ended up drawing them and they kind of locked up the league because we weren't going to be able to, to jump them on points. So. Yeah, yeah, it was look. It was a really good, good run to towards the end of the season for for the group, for myself. You know, even getting some games in there as well. Um, but as a collective, like to, to to get a cup is just something not a lot of people get to do, especially in the first month. So that's you know an accomplishment. I'm glad to have checked off. And yeah, now Champions League. That was the the one thing we were really fighting hard for. So yeah, we we, we locked up that Champions League spot. You know, of course it's. It's the, the final round of qualification. Uh, yeah, I believe it's so. It's a round. one. It's a it's a one game, depending on the pandem- pandemic, or two games, home and away, to qualify yeah. for the group stages. Exactly, exactly. And and if you were to 
in the case lose that, you would go into the Europa League group stages at that point. Right, right. Because we have the the Belgian Cup, we go straight to to Europa League. You know, if we if we don't qualify for the group stages, the Champions League. So. Oh, I forgot about that. My guy secures the Belgian Cup, second place you know? in the league, Champions League qualification. You know, technically, Life technically, up. you know, if we look at things, we're kind of like the champions. But you know, that's 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 another discussion. So, Bruce, congrats. But yeah, it's funny because if I was in Bruges' situation, I would totally agree with the fact that like, but listen, we were the best in the regular season. So the playoffs, like you should at least have to beat us. But at the same time, what's the point? Like that as a tiebreaker seems like if, if somebody was like, yo, the first tiebreaker is you got to beat them on points. I'd be like, yeah, but like, do you ever really draw on points? Like what's that going to happen? But if I was, if I was gank, I'd be like, yo, this is nonsense. <laughs> like, would you say it was 16 out of 18 points you guys took? Yeah, yeah, we 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 drew one match. That was our only non non win, you know. So we dropped. Two yeah, points like that's the insane. Game. Six games, like that many that many points, or or was it no five games? No, six uh, games. Six six games. Six yeah, times yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, six matches. Yeah, that's crazy to me to have that type of run and know that the 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 random tiebreaker that should never come into play is is what what uh, prevented you guys from being champions. But you know. It is what it is. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly what, what we said. At that point, it was about kind of just ending the season the right way. You know, I was like, uh, we're going to go. We go to Bruges. Kind of want to spoil the celebration. Of course, you don't want them to go out like, oh, look at us. We, we destroyed Gank in, in our home, our final home match, and we get to lift the trophy now. Nah, you always want to add like, hey, guess what? We beat you 3-0 at home, and we also came to your place, beat you 2-1, and then you decide to lift the trophy. So, Congrats, but yeah, uh, you, you kind of got you take it to the chin though, because we 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 slipped yeah. up, we slipped up a bit during the season as well. And we went on a stretch where we just were we were playing poorly. So, look, that's that's what happens though. That's football, right? You know. Yeah, that's fair. So you now you're in national team camp. You know, you got a long couple weeks ahead of you with a lot of travel, some big games at play. Um, How's it been like being in, in camp? And do you think that run of games at the end of the season has helped you confidence-wise? Or do you think it's just sort of like you, 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 were, you were where you would be anyway just because, you know, you're in camp and, and you, you sort of have the self-confidence regardless? No. Well, it's great to be back in the group. I think it's been – this is my first European, like European-based camp. Um, my others have been kind of mainly MLS-based uh, for, for the most part, but uh, – but yeah, it's great to be back with the guys. You know, I think it's always, and you can attest to it, when you get back with the team, you know, getting away from the club setting, you get back with a bunch of guys who who come from similar, you know, surroundings, you know, back in the States. You can talk about things in America. You all have this common ground where you can kind of just, just laugh and joke, you know, kind of be yourselves again. And not saying that other cultures and whatnot, but but it's it's cool to kind of be in an environment where you got a bunch of guys who, who you know um or played against at some point in time this that and the other so that's uh that's something that i was yeah. forward to and and when you look around the team yeah, yeah i i do want to point out that it is very different you are yourself at a club team but when you're at a foreign club a lot of being yourself goes right over someone's head right like the jokes right. that you make the humor you know you might get a dead stare you learn to start shortening words you cut out you you start speaking almost like a like a pigeon type of english where it's like yes. shorthand yes and you got to get to the point so then you start you start realizing like oh man like this would have like this would have been this would have landed with my group you know my guys and it's not exactly. landing here so you start being more quiet you don't say as much like you learn the cultural jokes that they make which are like 
in Germany was like, you know, eye contact and like the morning high fives was like a thing. Yeah. And so I learned to like make those kinds of jokes with people. Like when they didn't say good morning to you, you'd go up to them and make those jokes. And I'm like, that's not, that's not my kind of joke, but you got to like immerse yourself uh, because like your normal sense of humor is different. So to get, I think that's a great point for anybody listening is like how different that is culturally uh, living abroad and the sense of humor is in English as a second or third language or no English at all, how different that is with the group than it is, you know, with, with your national team group. Right. Right. You know, and then we, now we have so, so many guys all over, you know, and immersed in different, different clubs that have so many different cultures, you know, on its own. So again, you now get back and you can make a joke and, and it sticks, you know, now you feel confident. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made everyone laugh. <laughs> yeah, so, it's a good yeah. feeling, you know, but, but that's like the, it's a, it's a little thing that I think sometimes goes over the head of some people. Um, because that, that, those things add up, you know, when you're off the pitch and you're, you're able to bond like that. Um, and then you step on the pitch and, and you have, you figure out ways to kind of get through difficult moments and, and now you can go into a match feeling like you're, you're, you're bonded, you're, you're together, you know, as one. So when you were, cause when you were playing, it was, there were only a few guys really in Europe. There were No, my group was pretty, when I first got in the national team, there's only a few guys in Europe. So that was like under under uh, Bruce Arena. Bruce, a lot of those yeah, guys yeah. were MLS based. But when I was there, we still had like me, Beasley, Gooch, Chirundolo, Jay Demerit, okay, yeah. Clint Dempsey. Like it was it was primarily okay, so yeah. Michael Bradley. So it was mostly guys coming in from from Europe. Uh, okay, cool. And cool, cool. so yeah, no, because right, I wasn't sure. Because uh, yeah, I mean you you guys probably had it was a different time, but but those similar stories kind of stick. You know, they kind of go through the generations, like the 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 small things that go from generation to generation. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah, and but the same thing. Like people get into camp, even the guys that were coming from England, it was still just like this brotherhood that you got to go back to where it was a f familial environment, and you just got to sort of relax and feel home, right? Like. Right. You don't know what it's like to be away from home and be isolated until you're isolated. And then when you do that alone, you go through the ups and downs of winning games, losing games, starting on the bench, like all those things, like to be back with other people who are suffering the same way you're suffering to go through these things as everybody's on this quest to be the best they can be is really good for your just your mind, you know, helps you to reset and reprioritize things. No, for sure. For sure. And another thing is, you, you you can probably speak on this as well is is how weird it is to come back into the team and you know you have guys all over who've played in different styles now and you're trying to all get on one accord you know and like greg has all his principles mm -hmm. and, and whatnot that he wants to, to implement and stuff but you know some clubs are transition oriented some clubs are more possession oriented some clubs are mixed of both some clubs play with three in the back some with five midfielders some with so it's that part is is whenever you get a mix of guys from from so many different places i think that's why those little things kind of add you know that that much more you know importance to to the yeah. overall you know success of the group yeah i think that's a big part of the next phase of our soccer development in the u.s is just that like footballing intelligence of that ability to play to understand the game more than what you've just the environment that you've been in right of understanding what a three-back system is and what that means for not just you but other players and i always look at like number sixes like when i played with michael bradley he was always one that i he knew where everybody needed to be, you know, and he was just that mm -hmm. type of midfielder where he understood systems. He really studied the game. And culturally, I think that's still missing in a lot of ways when we, when we, when we develop players and now it's, it's getting better and better. Right. Right. But like you said, if you played in a four, three, three system, your whole life, you grew up in, in Holland, you might not understand you play in Italy 
you know, in a back three or back five, however you look at it, it takes adjustment learning other systems, right? And then you talk about the national team where it could be a hundred different styles of play that people are coming back into. I remember when I first got in the national team and I was used to playing direct in Denmark and, you know, finding the striker and feeding off those second balls and those types of things uh, was very different than, you know, my first look was to, meant to be looking at a center, a central midfielder or what are my closer options as opposed to like, what's the, what's the direct ball. And then from there, like we figure things out and it took me a while to adjust, you know, and I remember being behind uh, the other left backs who are used to playing a little bit more of this type of system where the game was slower and you were trying to connect passes shorter and things like that. And it took a while for me to learn that part of the game because I had just been in an environment where, yeah, we play small sided, we do all the same things, but when it was game day, it was much less risky and a little bit more of like, you know, when I was in higher spots on the field then yeah, take somebody on connect, connect the game. But if you were playing out of the back, that first thing was like, get it into a, a big striker, holds the ball, get up underneath and, right. and keep possession. And that's, that's very different than a possession based game. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, when, when now, you know, you look at, you're at the end of the season and you feel like, Oh man, we have a two and a half week camp, you know, but you also understand the importance of it because it's the first nations league final, you know, we have two big games coming up uh, and, and a good test uh, against Switzerland. Um, and then Costa Rica to wrap things up on the ninth. But yeah, you get in here and you're like, oh man, end of the season. You, you kind of your your mind starts to play tricks on you. Um, but being now with a bunch of guys who are dialed in, you know, you can kind of pick each other up. You know, in those moments where you have a mental lapse and you're like, oh man, you know, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. They're gonna be like, hey, <laughs> you know, I come from a club where you know I got Ronaldo on my back, you know, chirping away at me every day. I got this guy on my back chirping away. This guy, so. Yeah, it brings a level of intensity um, to, to to the trainings, you know, and, and it also adds some fun as well because you, you get to have, to have some banter in there, find out about some some locker room stories and, and whatnot. But uh, but yeah, it's it's I'd say it's it's always a nice getaway, you know, to to join the group again. So right, I like it. Well, look, I won't keep you long because I know you Hang got. On, wait, uh, wait, you wait, know, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's talk, I got let's talk about you and LAFC because I've been listening to to you on the broadcast. You know, you're, you're, you're very animated, to, to say the least. You know, you have the, how many L's do you add at the end of goal? Because uh, I think it's Diego Rossi scored. And, goal! Yeah, you, you were. You I don't, were, that's not me. That's not me calling I, I, that. That's I'm Max Bredos. I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on the, I add color to the, 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 the I, I contextualize the game call. That's, that's what the other person does. He does the play-by-play. He's calling the goals. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I wasn't sure. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. wish, I wish I had the ability to do that play-by-play stuff, you know, like you could be a lot more relevant for longer if you can do the play-by-play calls versus just being the, the, the analyst. But yeah, it was, it was, it was fun to, to call a game again. You know, I've, I've been doing LAFC games for the last couple of seasons and the pandemic last year had a lot, a lot less opportunities. Uh, they do a plus one where they bring on a different color commentary person uh, every week. And so that was my first one. And I got to dress up all nice in the three-piece suit, you know, <laughs> just getting some compliments for that. New broadcast partner there. So, you know, calling games is, is, is a, is, it's a lot of fun and you get to see the game differently and act, actually talk differently about that, that sort of stuff. But I, you know, I appreciate you listening in, dude. I, I I know you're my biggest fan, so knowing that wherever you are in the world that you're going to tune in means always, means a lot man. to me. You know, I always got your back, man. Come on, I got to show love even from from nine hours ahead in time. You know, if I got to stay up till three a.m. to watch, you know, a, a Heath Pierce called match, I will do it. I mm-hmm. will do it for you, man. All right, I will do it for you. I appreciate that. Well, before we before we get to this fr- fan question, I got one one more for you. All right, uh, are you guys chartering on the on the PJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So you're on the PJ. Where where are you sitting? You sitting at the four seater to play cards. You sitting by yourself. You you in the back. You in the front. What's like oh, you know? Walk man. me through. Walk me through where you where you fit into the context of all this because it, it, you know it says a lot about somebody. It does. You it know. Does. It's this. I tell you, I told you it's the little things, man. You know, it tells a lot about your character. But for me, you know, I'm a social guy. I'm a social guy. You know, I enjoy I enjoy a good card game. You know, I enjoy some banter with the guys. So uh, my first. So you might lay your bag down at a seat. And then go join join a little bit of card games, but a place yeah. you can go back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's there's usually like a, the, the four seater with the table, you know, and then on the other mm-hmm. side there's like the two seater, you know. I'll probably yeah. put my bag in the two seater, so I'm close enough to the four seater where I can still jump into games, let's you know, hop into conversations, talk crap to one another, and then you mm-hmm. know once we hit like hour five, you know, go take a nap for a couple hours, you know what I'm saying, get some food, and I can jump back over, you know, and, and make some of, you know, make fun of uh, of guys, you know, how they sleep, you know, taking Snapchats and whatnot. You know, that's uh, that that's me, you know. That's that's my kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Now, you, that's fair. No, no, that's Heath, fair. you look like you look like you were a lone a lone wolf. A lone wolf, you know, and the you know, I think like the third, you like a third seat kind of guy, like No, 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 no. Wolf. That's like on, on on the, on the planes, I, I tended to try to find a place that I could like, you know, I needed a home base because I'll go get in okay. the action and then I got to be able to escape it. But like some of the non-sleepers or, or like those guys with the high energy, the party guys, like they, they can go an, an entire flight. So, you know, and usually those, the four seaters is like right at that part of the cabin where you have fr- in front of them or behind them, you got to strategically, you know, place your bags. The same on the bus. Like when I first started going on the bus, I sat in the very back with, at that time, the back was owned, owned by like Gooch, Bees, and a few other guys. And of then course, yeah. when the next, and then soon after that, then it started getting owned by Tim Howard, Bocanegra, Chirundolo. They owned the back of the bus, and the back of the bus is where like the craziness happens, you know, of where course. like people are getting clowned and whatever. And then I started to drift up as I, as I established myself more and being like, okay, you know, I got to sort of find my own space within all this and you know i can't be following the crowd all the time i started to move a little bit more to the middle of the bus but like close enough to be connected from time to time yeah man of course, it's all a tactic, of tactical game you know <laughs> hey man listen i think like it's important it says a lot about you you know where you sit on the plane where you sit on the bus so if you're listening now be wise you know <laughs> be wise about where you decide to sit you know mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it can it can be either uh your downfall or you know, the start of something new. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. So here, here's our fan question. Um, ha ha arm. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, I, I, yeah. Ha ha arm. <laughs> arm. 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 I mean, something, arm. I don't know what it is, but asked is Mark right footed or left footed transfer market says left footed FIFA 21 says right footed. But when he or she watches, it appears like, uh, he fit you favor your right foot but is also confident in making long passes with his left foot. Wow. This, I mean, you, you were playing, you play, you play, you play a lot of left center back, right? Yeah. 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 Over the last, uh, last few years, I played a lot on the left. So, um, I've kind of had to, to develop a left foot. I've, I've had it, but it's never been really tailored. You know, it's kind of just been there. So if I needed to use it, I, I could use it, but I never really, you know, used it the way I have the last few years. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm right footed. I'm right footed. I'm, I'm right foot dominated, but, uh, uh, right foot dominant, but yeah, my left foot is in contention with the, you know, the heat Pierce category. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a work in progress. You know, it's it's about craftsmanship. Yeah. I like that. Hey, by the way, that that uh, question came from the reviews, which is great. Yeah. People are using the reviews for the right way. You know, exactly. so if you're out there listening, shoot us a question in the reviews, leave us a, a, a comment if you want to drop five stars on us so we can, you know, get that thing moving up the ranking charts. But yeah, I think anything else you want to add this week, Mark, or is that it for us? Nah, man, I think that's it. But uh, but we got an exciting next few weeks coming up. You know, um, we'll have some 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 interesting guests on here. So so prepare yourselves and uh, continue to to drop drop the reviews. Um, continue to to like like the podcast. Uh, share it with friends, family. Listen. Um, share us on social media. You know, whatever. Keep keep it going. You know, we appreciate you guys. Yeah. And so for anybody who doesn't know, the whole reason we built this is we had to get that sleeper cell inside of us soccer, you know, to get those, <laughs> to get those. I was, I was, I'm, I'm too many generations removed from the young guys now that like, I, it's like, it's like wrangling cats, you know, trying to get these guys on my pod. They like, you got to search them. I got to send them like my Wikipedia page and be like, yo bro, don't worry. I was one of you once. And they're like, old head dude doesn't, you know, uh, you know, I may have heard of you at some point but not really. And so now we've got Mark infiltrated in the team. So we might get a decade's worth, at least a decade's worth. If, if you stay on the same path of, of, of proper guests, um, and, and not just the, you know, some of the legends that I'm bringing on. So yeah, you're going to be in camp and, and hopefully we could, we can make it work where we get a whole bunch of, whole bunch of these guys in, um, on the pod. No, absolutely. Absolutely. They're, uh, the guys are asking. So, so yeah, we got to deliver. We got to deliver. Oh, are, are they are they reaching out to you about it now? Yeah, when I got here, you know. Oh, we made it, bro. To, we made it. A few we of the guys it. came up to me. They were like, "So, Mark, uh, I I haven't gotten an invite for the podcast. You know what's going mm-hmm. on? I guess I'm just not good enough to me." I was like, "Oh, okay. This is this is the energy I like. This, we need to keep this going. You know, we're here for two weeks. Let's go." You know what's funny is when I've been invited on another podcast that had a lot of former players on it and stuff. That's how I felt. I was like, "Oh, for real? Like I'm season two? Like I'm the season two guy? Like that's." You know, that's that's how you guys rate me as you went through an entire season and I'm getting invited on in season two. I was like, no, man, I'm a first I'm, I'm a season one. I'm a season one player like, you know, you should you should be having me on season one. But uh, yeah, man, that's it from us. Uh, that's it for this week. It's been a lot of fun catching up with you, Mark. Obviously, all the best against Switzerland heading into the Nations League. I'll see you in Denver. Try to get something yes, done in person. Um, you know, if you could just go ahead and book Matt, our producer's flight out, <laughs> that'd be good. Unfortunately, Matt, he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to do that because he's got to fly the barber and the family and you know what I mean. It's it's there's levels to this and like you know it's it, the so, uh, look it's all love, man. But uh, look, there's it, levels to it, like he said. You know, it's, it's it's a tough one. You know, it's a tough blow. So I'm, I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> all right, well that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>